This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this week's Real Estate News in Brief, a new limit for conforming loans, the upcoming silver tsunami, and what millennials are willing to give up for a single-family home. I'm Kathy Fedke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. We begin with a short week for economic news thanks to Thanksgiving. The government reported the sale of new single-family homes remained above the 700000 mark for a third month in a row. They were down slightly in October compared to September, but the September numbers were higher than they were in June when they broke a 12-year record. Pending sales for existing homes fell 1.7% in October, mostly due to low inventory. The National Association of Realtors says they were down in every U.S. region except the Northeast, but they follow two months of an increase in pending home sales because of low mortgage rates. And existing home sales remain higher than they were one year ago. Home prices continued to move higher in September, although they remain a little sluggish. The Case-Shiller 20-City Index rose 0.4% on a seasonally adjusted basis. That also varies a lot from city to city. MarketWatch says prices were up in most of the smaller cities. Phoenix led the way with a 6% increase. Charlotte, North Carolina was in second place with a 4.6% price jump. And Tampa was third at 4.5%. Consumer spending rose again in October. It's the eighth month in a row that consumers pulled more money out of their wallets. And as MarketWatch reports, it's a positive sign going into the holiday shopping season. Consumer spending is also one of the main drivers for economic growth. The government revised its third quarter estimate from 1.9 to 2.1%. Inflation is still idling along below the Federal Reserve's 2% target. It was up slightly in October, but the annual rate is just 1.3%. The U.S. Consumer Confidence Index is dipping a little bit this month. The conference board says consumers are somewhat worried about the economy but that overall confidence levels remain strong. As MarketWatch reports, hiring is pulled back and it's a bit more difficult to find a job, but the jobless rate is still close to a 50-year low. Mortgage rates are about the same as they were last week. Freddie Mac says the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage was up two basis points to 3.6%. And in other news-making headlines, home buyers with good credit will be able to borrow more money for their purchase. The Federal Housing Finance Agency raised the limit for 2020 conforming loans to $510,400. It's the fourth year in a row that the FHFA has upped the limit. It's now up almost $100,000 from where it was in 2016. The loan limit increases are determined by the average increases in home prices. They were up 5.3% from the third quarter of 2018 to the third quarter of this year. So the new loan limit went up by that amount. The loan limits are higher in some areas due to higher home prices. They can go as high as $765,600 for places like San Francisco, New York City, and Hawaii. The tight inventory that we're seeing now could turn into a major surplus because of what Zillow is calling the silver tsunami. Zillow describes this silver tsunami as a massive number of homes that will hit the market as more and more baby boomers leave their homes or pass away. And the number is staggering, at least according to Zillow. The turnover could be as many as 20 million homes over the next 20 years. But the silver tsunami won't hit all at once. That's the good news. We'll see a higher number of vacated homes as we get further into the 2030s. And by then, we'll have all kinds of new technologies that we don't even know about right now. 
and many of them will probably keep more seniors living longer and staying put. That's just my opinion. Now, the silver tsunami will also have an uneven impact on metros across the country, and according to Zillow, will hit the hardest in areas that attract the most retirees. Zillow says that Miami, Orlando, Tampa, and Tucson will see the biggest turnover because they're well-known destinations for retirees. But metros across the nation would be impacted. At the other end of the spectrum, there won't be much of an impact from this silver tsunami in Atlanta, Dallas, Houston, Austin, and Salt Lake City. Zillow researchers say it will impact about one quarter of the nation's owner-occupied homes and provide a substantial and sustained boost to the housing economy. That's expected to help reduce inventory shortages and eliminate a gap that builders just have not been able to fill. And keep in mind that many millennials and Gen Xers will be inheriting these homes. This is the generation that was expected to not be able to own homes, but just give it time. What we do know is that millennials are showing their love for single-family homes already. Redfin says that 93% of those surveyed would prefer to have a single-family home with a long commute than a condo or multifamily home for the same price with a shorter commute. Redfin says there are fewer searches for single-family homes, but that's probably because of the high prices, not because buyers don't want them. So if you combine the results for millennials, Gen Xers, and boomers, 85% said they would compromise on the commute to get a single-family home. Gen Z doesn't have the same preference, at least not yet. Only 58% of them said they'd go with a longer commute for the benefit of a single-family home. But remember, they just got out of their single-family home living with mom and dad, and most of them are probably enjoying the college dorm life. You can check out the blog for this podcast at newsforinvestors.com. And if you haven't signed up yet for our December event for Real Wealth Network, do it quickly because we're almost sold out. Saturday, December 7th, that's this Saturday in San Mateo from 12 to 4 and Sunday in the LA area, also from 12 to 4. We've got property providers coming from Dallas, Houston, Tampa, and Jacksonville to show us new and renovated properties that make great rental properties. And their property managers will be attending as well. So you can get to know them and get more familiarized on what it takes to buy property out of state. You can get the details at newsforinvestors.com. That's newsforinvestors.com. I'm Kathy Fetke. And thanks so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. 